Welcome to Think Outside the Pod, a podcast all about eating disorder recovery, how to heal your relationship with food, body image, and exercise, and health at every size. I'm your host, Anna Wegner, and I'm a food freedom and body image coach here to help you break free from diet culture and embrace your true, authentic self. What is up? It has been so dang long since I've recorded a podcast. I am currently back home. I'm visiting from Hawaii and I'll get into why in a second. Does my entire house smell like broccoli? Yes. Am I holding my mic in my hand because I left my stand in Hawaii? Yeah. Are there birds chirping in the background because my little sister is babysitting a model's birds. Yeah. So that's the environment I'm in right now. And I'm actually really excited to record this podcast today. Um, today's the first day I've had motivation towards work at all since being home, if I'm being completely honest. And even before that, you know, I, I'll get into why. I have been back home in Washington State, where I'm from, for the last month or so. And the reason why I came back, and I've talked about this a little bit on my social media, is because I was dealing with some pretty intense injuries, and I'm not entirely sure why they happened, but I have a pretty good idea as to why. I was doing farm work every single day. I was adventuring every single day. I was working out almost every single day. And those adventures consisted of swimming, surfing, hiking, and... I think eventually my body just went, yeah, no, no, this is not sustainable. And so I developed some hip pain that just would not go away. I started getting tendonitis in both of my feet. And I decided, you know what, I can't be half-assing rest right now because I was like kind of resting. Like I wasn't working out or like really adventuring much, but I was still doing farm work because I had to if I wanted a place to sleep and food to eat. And I realized that I I couldn't do that anymore and I needed to fully commit to rest and take physical therapy very seriously. So I bought a plane ticket home and just really leaned into this time of recovery. And I went to go see my old physical therapist who I trust with my entire life. And it's been great. It's been helping a ton. I'm doing so much better than I was before. I'm still not 100%, but I'm getting there. I've really had to to trust the process because, as a lot of you probably know, injuries are extremely frustrating. It's like they're more mentally challenging than they are physically challenging. Obviously, there's a lot of pain associated a lot of times. And granted, I haven't had like traumatic injuries. It's always been chronic injuries just from overuse. But for me, the mental aspect is always harder than the physical aspect. So... I've decided to fully lean into it and embrace whatever uncomfortable feelings come with that process. And it's been a really good growing experience. And to be honest, I haven't been in the the best mental space. And that's part of the reason why my social media hasn't been as active. And if I'm being completely honest, I just know I'm not showing up as the coach that I know I can be. And so that's been, you know, disappointing to, to know that about myself, to know that I'm not showing up for my clients 
as the best person that I can possibly possibly be for them. And I don't think it's fair to expect that I'm always going to be 100%. Like, I'm a person, of course. But just longing for <laughs> the time where I feel normal and feel in tip-top shape. Um, longing for that has been has been frustrating. But I've tried my best to turn it around and really embrace it and lean into it and grow from it. So, okay, I haven't put out a podcast since I first got to Hawaii, so what have the last three months been like? Well, in that last episode that I posted, I talked about how it was an adjustment and it was really, really difficult at first. But once I settled in, I was really, really present and I was so present and enjoying myself so much and so into everything that I was doing it was really, really hard to keep up on the business. There even came a point, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I considered quitting coaching. I considered just like setting my business on fire and leaving it forever. And I was really like, I was really at peace with that idea. Like that was something I was seriously considering because I was just getting so into the lifestyle of, of farm work and sort of this like free spirit, you know, only taking what you need and really getting connected to the earth and really simplifying your needs. And the truth is, I don't really care about money. And granted, I'm 23. I'm very privileged. I've had it really good my whole life. And for a long time, I have been playing around with this idea of minimalism and, and living a very simple life and living off grid and removing myself from society but I knew deep down that I had never experienced anything close to that. So although the idea sounded nice, I was real with myself and I knew, okay, you have to go experience it before you start claiming that this is your future. And I get that we live in a society that revolves around money, but also I know people like Rob Greenfield, one of my biggest idols, um, that don't have much money and they live off of the bare minimum and they're seemingly very happy. And I personally just get so overwhelmed by the material world, right? By being in the city. And the things that really bring me joy have nothing to do with any of those things. Um, you know, I really do get so much joy out of growing food. I get so much joy out of just being in nature and just moving my body in ways that feel good and eating good food and being around people that make me feel good and having a shelter to go to at the end of the day and, you know, having a safe place to go to. But really, I mean... I genuinely just don't think I need much more than that, at least not at this point in my life. So anyways, because of all of that, because of the fact that I was getting more integrated into this simple lifestyle that I had been dreaming about for so long, I was ready to burn the business. And I was telling a friend of mine about all of this. And something that they brought up was that I was really lucky to be making money doing something I love. Like I already had this established career where I was my own boss. I have flexible hours. I can literally do my business however I want. And although it may be super enticing to, to screw off for a while, there may come a point where I want that fulfilling career, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. Now, I don't know if I entirely agree with the fact that I need a career or I'm eventually going to really want one when I'm older. I don't know if that's true because I do know people who are quite older than me who have never, you know, lived the typical suburban lifestyle and they're super happy. Is that me? I don't know. 
it maybe it's risky to go down that path if I end up changing my mind. But what it did do is it reignited this flame within me. And I remembered why I started my business in the first place. And I asked myself, why have I been feeling so resistant to this business? And I realized that I needed to reapproach it with a new style, with a new lens. So anti-diet and recovery pages and intuitive eating pages are generally really serious. And I think inherently people are authentic. That's a huge message of the body positivity community. It's like, hey, let's just all be ourselves. We don't need to fit this model that diet culture tells us we need to fit in order to live fulfilling lives. But still in that, I feel like because the message is pretty serious that a lot of the pages are really serious and a lot of my mentors are very professional and seemingly very adult. I mean, I'm 23. I'm young. I'm still a kid. I still feel like a child a lot of the times, even though I feel like I've grown up in a lot of ways. I've done a lot of adult things. I know deep down that like my inherent energy is like goofiness and playfulness and I'm just not really a serious person normally. And especially since going through recovery, I've really rediscovered this playful, goofy side of myself. And I was a total spaz really most of my life until I started falling into the disordered eating patterns. But now I feel a really strong need to express that side of myself. So as I continue making content, I hope that over time, this part of me shines through more And maybe not everyone will like it, and that's okay, because I know that there are people out there who will align with it, and I want to attract that audience. I think not fully identifying with my social media presence almost lets me off the hook, too. Like, there's times where I feel insecure about something I said, wrote, or posted, but part of me kind of goes, well, that's not really you, so it's fine. Which, in a sense, is true and will always be true, because there's no way I can fully represent my entire life on social media. But I think I've definitely been using it as an excuse to not step up my authenticity game. Anyways, from here on out, just expect that over time I'm going to be slowly making adjustments to show up more authentically online and make my business represent who I am more. I think that'll benefit me and I think that'll benefit everybody else who's watching me because they're just going to be getting a more authentic, true, wholehearted message from me. So I know that was a really long intro, but I'm picking up on a theme through everything I just discussed, and that theme is adjustment. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the adjustments that we go through, whether it's moving locations, getting a new job, or going through recovery. I have personally gone through a lot of adjustment in my life, from my parents getting divorced, to diving full blast into recovery, to changing careers, to going through a major breakup, to moving to an entirely new state to live an entirely new lifestyle. Something that I've learned through all of that is I will eventually adjust and find a new flow every single time. The discomfort that comes with adjustment is always temporary. I think we get so comfortable with our routines, our ways of thinking, the people we hang out with, the media we consume, the exercise we engage in. So when we change that up, we're no longer in that comfortable space. When I moved, all of that changed for me. The people I was with were unlike anyone I had ever spent time with. 
being single was fucking weird. As I've talked about before, I've been in long-term relationships since basically middle school. I didn't have access to a gym. I was using the ocean, the mountains, and farm work for my exercise. I was eating foods I had never eaten before, and my eating windows were entirely different than my routine back home. I was having to share a space with people. Literally everything was different. And you know what? It sucked at first, (laughs) but I adjusted. I had to let go and just fully trust the process. And the same thing happened when I went through recovery. My social media feed was entirely different. The the things I was reading, the things I was consuming, entirely different. I had to find new friends that aligned with my recovery process because I had friends who were just so engulfed in diet culture that I literally could not hang out with them anymore. And that was really sad, but a very necessary adjustment. My body started to change. I couldn't exercise. There was a long period of time where I just couldn't engage in exercise at all because it was too triggering for me and I needed to let my body heal. I ate a lot of foods that I was previously terrified of eating and arguably terrified of eating during the recovery process too. Like it wasn't like I was in recovery and now I could just eat these foods easy peasy. I had to learn over time to not be scared of them. And you know what? I adjusted. If all of these other women I was so inspired by could live a fully recovered life, why couldn't I? The only difference between me and them was my mindset. I had to stop resisting. I had to trust myself and I had to trust the process. So not saying that, you know, just trust yourself, just trust the process and it'll be easy. No, like the whole thing is that the adjustment is uncomfortable, but that's not bad. So what kept me grounded during these periods of adjustment? Well, having people to talk to, having someone that's close to you to open up to about this is extremely cathartic. Having some sort of routine to keep me somewhat sane, right? We don't want to be too attached to routine because we don't know what's going to happen day to day. We don't. We can't control the outcome of every single day. But I had a few key things that I made sure that I did every single day at some point in order to keep me grounded. And those things were journaling or writing of some sort, movement. Um, It didn't have to be anything crazy. Even a walk for 15 minutes was extremely helpful. Make sure that I was getting regular meals, you know, nourishing my body. Because the second we don't feed ourselves enough, it's really hard to stay emotionally and physically stable. And the last thing that I wrote down was getting curious. Okay, what do I mean by this? By this, I mean exploring the emotions and the uncomfortable feelings that come up during the period of adjustment. Become a detective and try to explore and understand these emotions. Because when we're constantly resisting the stress and the anxiety that comes with changing up the way we're living our lives, it's just going to fester It's just going to fester and you can't avoid these feelings. It's totally normal to feel anxious and feel scared and feel stressed and feel tired. But the worst thing you can do is try to shove them down. That's why journaling, movement, meditation, talking to someone are really, really important because those are all avenues that you can use to explore and open up these emotions that just want to be heard, that just want to move through you. So simply becoming the observer of these emotions and learning from them, that's how you're going to get the most growth out of any adjustment period. So it definitely helps to have things to ground you and carry you through 
that phase. And I want to circle this back to my business. I've been in a comfortable spot for a while, but it's time for an adjustment. I'm going to use the tools that I have, the ones that I explained to you guys to stay grounded and really lean into the discomfort that comes with that adjustment. These feelings that come up aren't bad. They're an opportunity to grow. They're a sign that you're challenging yourself and you will come out stronger and more aligned. So maybe you're going through an adjustment now. You definitely will go through one in the future and I hope that the points that I made during this podcast are helpful to you. If you feel like you need further guidance, just want somebody to talk to, reach out to me. My DMs are always open. I really mean that. I say it every time and I think people are afraid to be a burden, but like seriously, my heart lights up whenever I get messages from any of you guys. So please utilize that. Please know that there is a person out there who will respond to you and listen to you and talk to you. Other than that, let me know if you have any further questions about anything I discussed on this podcast. And thank you for listening all the way through if you made it. I know it's been a long time since I put out anything and I just really appreciate your continued support and your patience with me just going through life, you know? I've learned a lot, I've grown a lot, and everything I've done the last few months has been entirely necessary. And, you know, I'm ready to reapproach my business more authentically. And I don't know exactly what that looks like or what that means yet, but I'm excited to explore it and I hope you come along on that journey with me. All right. I will see you on the next episode. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with me, because I don't know when the next episode is coming out, just find me on Instagram at think.outside.the.bod. I am on there pretty much every other day, so you can keep up with me on there. All right. Take care, and I will see you next time. Start to see your dream. 